Welcome to the Bridge to God's Word podcast with Carla Unseth, a linguistic consultant for missionaries working in Bible translation. We invite you to visit us at www.bridgetogodsword.org to learn more about Carla's ministry. Now, here's linguistic consultant Carla Unseth. Hi, this is Carla Unseth with Building a Bridge to God's Word. And for today's podcast, we are actually going to put into practice the bridge Bible study method that I talked to you about last month. So if you'll recall, this bridge Bible study method is like you have you have like a river and there's one bank of the river, which is the context of the original people, the original audience. And then the other bank of the river is our context today where we are. And so we're building a bridge between those, helping to understand um, how what was spoken to them applies to us now. So you start on their side of the river by observing the text, looking at what it means for them. Then you actually build the bridge by interpreting the text, looking at the overarching principles that can be applied to all people across time. And then you step off the bridge onto our side, our context, and look about how it applies to our lives today. So that is the method we're going to use and we are going to put that into practice today by studying Mark 1, 21 through 28. So and today we're going to just do the observation side of it. So the process itself does take some time, some time and some thought, and observation's probably the longest, mostly because you just want to make sure that you really understand what it says on that side of the bridge. So there's a lot that we want to look at. So for today's podcast, we'll just do that observation side of things. And then in the next podcast, we'll do interpretation. And we might do application then too, or we might save that for a third podcast, kind of depending on how it goes. So let's dive right in. And I am going to go ahead and read the passage. This is Mark 1, 21 through 28. And I am reading from the NIV version. So it says, They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching, and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits, and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. Okay, so there is our story, the story of Jesus casting a spirit out of a man. So we are going to look at this. And so just a few hints before we look at it. One of the things that I like to do is actually print out the text and get out some colored pencils and mark some things actually in the text. You can kind of see it better. It comes alive when you can do that. Another thing that you might want to do is make some lists. So have some paper with you that you can write some things down because that'll help you to make observations, see connections between things. It's a little bit hard to do this on a podcast because I can't actually point to the verse, but we'll we'll kind of see how we can do. And you can write things down. And here we go. 
So I talked to you last week about observation that we can ask the five W questions that you probably learned in like high school or even before that, um, elementary school. So the who, what, when, where, and why. So we are going to start with those questions for observation. If you have like colored pencils or something like that, you can mark all of these things in the same color or with like a shape or design or something. So for example, if we start with who, we think about who are the major characters in this text. Well, obviously our first one is Jesus. So if you want, you could take the same color and every time the text mentions Jesus or a pronoun like he that's talking about Jesus, mark it all in the same color. That way you kind of start to see how these characters are acting throughout the story. So we've got Jesus and who else is in this text if we look at who? Another one is the people. If you look at verse 22, it says the people were amazed at his teaching. So we've got there kind of another major player. If we continue on to verse 23, it says, a man in the synagogue who is possessed by an impure spirit. So we've got this man. He's definitely a key to the story, a major player. And he's possessed by an impure spirit. And actually, the impure spirit itself actually speaks. So we could put that down as kind of also a major character in the story. So if we keep looking, it looks like those are kind of the major players that are in the story, the who. So we can move on to when, and um, you can mark when the time references with another color, or sometimes I like to maybe draw like a little clock symbol or something by the side so you can see when the times are. And there is a time mentioned in this passage, and that is the Sabbath. So verse 21 says, they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue. So we know that he's teaching on the Sabbath. So that's probably something that's important. So then we move on to where. And again, you could color all the wares, or you could mark something in kind of in the margin, maybe an L for location, or a map if you're really <laughs> into drawing or something like that. So let's see if there's any locations in this text. So verse 21 says, they went to Capernaum. So there we have a location. And it says, Jesus went into the synagogue. So we have another location, a different kind. So we're talking about a building rather than like a geographical location, but still important. And then if we keep going at the very end in verse 28, it says, news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. So you want to look at these locations and you might actually want to look them up. And maybe you have like a Bible atlas which works to look them up or, hey, the internet works great for this. So look up Capernaum and you'll find that it's on the north shore of the Sea of Galilee, a little city there. So kind of know about where Jesus was and that whole area then around the Sea of Galilee is the region of Galilee. So you can kind of see where he started and where that news spread. And we'll talk a little bit about the synagogue, but we actually want to maybe look at that as we look at some cultural things. So let's kind of 
put that to the side for the moment and then we'll move on to what and actually so we're not going to put it aside for too long because once we get into what let's look at some cultural things that are in this so what are some cultural elements that we might need to know in order to understand the story so now I'm going to tell you a few things but if these are things you don't know again look them up look up on the internet look in like a bible dictionary um, that might have some explanations of these different things or like an encyclopedia. So we have um, the Sabbath, first of all. So we know that the Sabbath actually took place on Saturday, that it was really like Friday evening to Saturday evening. That was the Sabbath, that Jews weren't allowed to do any work during that time, and that it also was a time of worship. So we know some things about the Sabbath that are significant to this story, especially the the work, you know, that they weren't allowed to work on the Sabbath. Then we have the synagogue. So again, this is the center of worship in Jewish culture. So where they would have gone to hear the scriptures read and discussed and learn more about God. And then we have the teachers of the law. That's another kind of cultural element and kind of important here because it talks about Jesus taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. But something that we might know about the teachers of the law is that they kind of were the spiritual authorities, that they were the ones who studied the law and knew the most about it and taught the people about it. But maybe you can kind of gather from this that they they had authority in that they could teach, but they didn't have authority in that they were writing the laws or creating the laws. You know, they themselves were under the law. So they saw something different about Jesus. So that's something that we can kind of keep in our minds too as you're trying to understand the meaning of this passage. Okay, so we move on from there. This who, what, or who, when, where, and the cultural elements kind of form a background or a basis. So we have an idea of what cultural context this is taking place in. But now we want to look more specifically at this story and see what we can observe about this story itself. So there's a few things that can help you really pick out the important things in a passage, the important things in a story or something like this. So one of them is repeated words. So if there's a word that's repeated or an idea that's repeated, that's something that's significant that the author really wants to get hammered in sort of. So again, if you're coloring, uh, it's helpful to mark repeated words all with the same color. But if we look through this passage, um, there are some repeated words. And if we look through, verse 22 has the word amazed. And then again, in verse 27, we have the word amazed. So that's going to be something significant. We can think about why it's significant right away. And that's the people's response to Jesus's teaching. So they're, they're amazed. Now, the teaching itself is noted several times. Um, verse 22, they have his teaching. He taught as one with authority, not as the teachers of the law. So someone else's teaching. Um, if we go on to, let's see, verse 27, the people again say, what is this? A new teaching. So we've got this teaching idea again. So that's important that Jesus is teaching. Um, I mean, it's pretty basic, but still um, we need to point that out. 
Another thing it kind of goes along with it with people's response and what Jesus is doing, the teaching, is the authority. So verse 22, it says, he taught them as one who had authority. And then again in verse 27, a new teaching and with authority. So that authority word is going to be something that's important. So let's mark that. We talked a little bit about the impure spirit. That's in there a couple times. So that's something that's obviously significant to the story. So I think that's what I have here for repeated words. You might find something else um, that you think is important. But then when we go on from repeated words, another thing we can look at is action words. Where are things in the passage that are, there's a lot of action happening. You know, where there's action happening, that's oftentimes where the passage is coming to like a climax. When you see these words that just have a lot of punch to them. And we've got some of these background things. Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue. But then when we get into verse 23, we start to see more of these action words. This man cries out. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? Destroy another strong action. And then Jesus in verse 25, be quiet, Jesus said sternly, come out of him. So again, calling that out, come out. We've got an action there. The impure spirit shook the man violently. So shaking violently, that's very vivid in your mind. And came out of him with a shriek. So again, this shriek is really vivid, strong action. So we've got some of those action words that can kind of give us an idea of the action in the passage, what's actually happening in this story. Then the next thing we want to look at is linking words. Think about how ideas are connected in the story. Again, that also will start to show you kind of the progression or how the story fits together. So I think there were two big links that I saw when I was looking through this. And one is in verse 22. And that's the word because. So it says the people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority. So you're getting the people's reaction. And then the because introduces the reason for the reaction. Because he taught them as one who had authority. So it's this authority that's causing people to be amazed. So that's going to be important to show what's going on with these people, why they have this reaction. And then also kind of what's going on with Jesus, why he's so important. Well, this is something to do with this authority. So then the second big link here is just then here in verse 23. And it's actually kind of like you have your the author, Mark, is saying, he, he, get, he makes this point. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority. And suddenly he breaks into his own explanation with a story to illustrate his point. Just then, so that kind of breaks into what he's saying and introduces this story. So it's going to introduce this illustration of what's going on here. So there you have a linking word. And... As we go, we'll look even more at kind of the progression of this passage, and that will become even more important. It actually looks like we're running a little short on time, so I guess we're going to have to split the observation part in half, and we can finish up next week. So just a little recap. This week we have looked at who, what, when, and where. And then next time we'll get a little bit more into the why, just a little bit deeper look at the meaning of the passage. 
So anyway, I hope that you will join us again next week. I'm looking forward to finishing up this passage, finishing up the observation section with you, and I will see you then. <laughs>